Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. Well, Singapore welcomed the U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris on her first official visit to Southeast Asia. She was greeted on the tarmac at Pyaleba Air Base yesterday morning by a delegation led by Foreign Affairs Minister Vivian Balakrishnan. Of course, this trip marks the Vice President's second foreign trip. If you recall, she was in Guatemala and Mexico back in June and will be the first time for a U.S. president or vice president rather to visit Vietnam. And her visit comes hot on the heels of U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's late July trip to Singapore and the region. Meanwhile, a new hybrid orchid has also been named in her honor in a ceremony at the Istana. Let's find out more now with the uh, Vice President Kamala Harris's activities here in Singapore. Zakir Hussein, Singapore editor at the Straits Times, joining us this afternoon. Nice to see you again, Zakir, Good in to the see office. You again. <laughs> <laughs> Zakir, what are the main goals for Vice President Harris's visit here? So I think her two main goals were really to reaffirm and to, to tell the U.S.'s key partners and allies, not just in Singapore, but also in the region. The US administration is committed to being present in the Asia-Pacific mm. and to its partnerships. And I think this comes on the back of several recent visits. I mean, last month, Defence Secretary Lloyd Austin was in Singapore, as well as Vietnam. And very recently, you know, th- there have been a flurry of exchanges. I think mm. recently, um, the US Navy led a multilateral 20-nation naval exercise, mm-hmm. you know, meant to combat sea threats like piracy in the South China Sea and, and Straits of Malacca. And this afternoon, actually, uh, Vice President Harris is scheduled to visit uh, one of the ships that was in the USS Tulsa, which mm-hmm. is in port for that exercise. And speaking of her visit to the port, she has had a very busy schedule, lots of That's formal right. engagements, including a call on President Halima Yaakob this morning, followed by that uh, press conference and a meeting with Prime Minister Lee Hsien Long. Let's not forget her orchid as well. <laughs> uh, what else do we know? What else is happening? <laughs> Well, I know, by all accounts, I think the meeting seemed to have gone on quite well. Uh, The press conference that they were scheduled to hold, I think, was delayed by nearly... 30, 40 minutes, I think, mm. you know, because of overruns. But it was meaty, although I think a lot of it was focused on Afghanistan, understandably, right. and the situation. I thought what was interesting was PM Lee basically made the offer of uh, Singapore's, the Air Force's Airbus 330 multi-role tanker and transport aircraft, or MRTTs, which were newly operational, I think, just earlier this year. And he's offered, you know, the use of those aircraft in the U.S. effort to airlift and Mm. evacuate refugees out of Afghanistan. In terms of Afghanistan, this would be, I think we should note, the vice president's first overseas trip since the Afghanistan uh, situation unfolded right before our eyes two weeks ago on live TV, in fact. Um, What does she have to say about uh, America's commitment to the region Mm. when America can abandon, for lack of a better word, country like Afghanistan who needed American troops and NATO troops there. What about Asia? Can we rely on America? Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think you know, during the press conference, uh, a couple of uh, those questions came from the American media. And I think she sort of said, you know, there's, pl- there's going to be plenty of time to analyze yeah. uh, these issues. But I think the, the relationship with, with uh, allies and partners in the Asia Pacific is quite different. I think we've not, we've not had a crisis on that account. Right. And in terms of the U.S. being present, being engaged, uh, being active, I think many partners in the region actually do see that and feel that. And I think, I think many are also watching her speech uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. Tuesday, at Gardens by the Bay, where she is scheduled to, well, I think just address the issue of America's alliances and partnerships. 
And I think she's not going to run away from, you know, I think mentioning, I think, this mm. in the context of Afghanistan. And she did talk to why she was here in Singapore and right. the importance of bilateral relationships on the back of everything that's been yeah. happening um, in Afghanistan as well. What else did she say? So I think I think uh, one key area was sort of uh, pandemic cooperation. Mm. Right? COVID-19, I think, has reinforced the importance of global cooperation on, on public health issues, including detecting new variants early, mm. uh, sharing intelligence and information on epidemics. I think one of the stops in Vietnam will be sort of the launch of a centre to, to this end, you know, to, right. to better help the country and region kind of tackle these issues. And I think it's no coincidence that I think both countries, Singapore and Vietnam, although it's seen a recent spate, two countries that have, I think, tackled uh, COVID-19 reasonably well and kept infections and more importantly, deaths low. As you mentioned, uh, she's going to Vietnam. Can't help but notice when, when this whole Afghanistan thing yeah. unfolded <laughs> that it was immediately compared to the fall of yeah. Saigon. How do you think she will address these issues when, when she's there? I mean, visually as well. Well, the optics, so yeah. it's going to be very important. Yeah. I mean, you know, I can't prophesize or say how, how she might address that. But <laughs> she will have to address it, though, right. because yeah. it's going to be the elephant yeah. in the country. But I think what, what what's interesting is is what some of her, I think, officials have, have, have addressed this. I think Vietnam was an interesting situation because the U.S. pulled out of Saigon in, you know, 1975. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know, in a way, it might be tempting to draw some parallels to the situation in Afghanistan now. You know, there's still uncertainty, there's questions over, you know, the Taliban's coming back to rule. But if you look at how Vietnam developed and Vietnam's trajectory since then, yes, there were refugees, you know, I think many Vietnamese Americans now still, you know, harbor concerns. But I think what was interesting was how the relationship between two erstwhile adversaries has turned a corner almost. You Mm. you see, you know, you see... And really, Vietnam Vietnam 30 years down the road after the Americans left have become a very vibrant economy and part of the global community as well. Yep. With the help of China. With also some antagonism <laughs> with China. And speaking of China, I mean, we've also got to talk about not only this visit coming on the back of what's happening in Afghanistan, but a very tense relationship between the US yes. and China at yep. the yep. moment as well. Yep. So what factor do you think that plays in terms of Kamala Harris's message towards her commitment within the region? Yep. So I think, you know, we've not seen very much of that just yet. Maybe we might see more later tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But I think the sense we get is, you know, the US, I mean, acknowledges and welcomes this this competition with China on a range of issues. But I think there's also an awareness that it's not either or, you know, and that many mm. countries in the region, and I think this was a message that Singapore leaders, but also Vietnamese leaders will tell her when, when she visits, that countries do want good relations with both the US mm-hmm. as well as China. So, for instance, the US is the largest foreign investor in Singapore, but Singapore is also the largest foreign investor in China. And I think you've got similar, you know, theories. China's easily by far the largest trade partner of many countries in Southeast Asia. But at the same time, many of these countries have also got concerns over Chinese influence, you know. Right. And sort of it's a balancing act. They want to have good ties with both, actually. That'd be the ideal situation. They don't want to have to choose sides. And, you know, there'll be conflicts from time to time, but they want to manage them well. It's not It's not the case of either or. One of the things that uh, comes to mind, of course, the previous Democrat president under the Obama administration was pivoting more to Asia and engaging with China, whereas uh, the Biden administration yeah. is sort of taking the same Trump stance when it comes to yeah. China. Did she address any of this? No, she, she didn't. Although I suspect this will again come up tomorrow. When she addresses uh, business leaders. When when the hard policy. Today seems to be sort of a day of celebrating the bilateral relationship and 
But I think tomorrow when she addresses, I guess, uh, gives a policy speech and, mm. and, and addresses business leaders and maybe takes some questions, that might yeah. well, I I guess come up. I'm curious though. So we've spoken about uh, what Kamala, share, Kamala Harris shared today during the press conference, but there were questions from American journalists about Singapore's borders reopening and yes. American uh, businesses and trade. What was uh, Prime Minister Lee Hsien Lung's message there? I think his point was that, you know, really, it's as countries, mm-hmm. as vaccination rates go up, as, as protocols Mm-hmm. You know, uh, improve. I think. I think we'll get situation under control. But I think you know. I think we're still nowhere near herd immunity. And I think one big situation is is sort of the issue of COVID nineteen variants. And and in fact, even the opening up with Germany and Brunei was quite tentative. I'd say it really would. You know, whether whether more countries come into this really does mm-hmm. depend on how this scheme works, as well as I think how the situation evolves. But I think there's no doubt about it. Both sides want to reopen. Mm. And I think, you know, given how the US is one of the countries with high vaccination rates as well, I think what was unsaid is, I think what PM made the point strongly, the US is one of the countries which we want to be pursuing these of conversations course, yes. on reopening with. Yes. Very interesting. Of course, we will be watching out for that policy speech, as you mentioned, tomorrow with Kamala Harris. Uh, Zakir Hussain, thanks for bringing insight into the visit of the U.S. Vice President here in Singapore today. Zakir Hussain is Singapore editor at The Straits Times. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.